This is my own private domicile and I will not be harassed! Bitch! Gangsters, what's up guys? What's the grant to a motherfucker like me? Can you please remind me? Get the world by the tail! Fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. Cute as shit. Oh, 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 skip, skip, skip. If you don't chew big red, then f you. That's so horny. Could you imagine if I hit the old water pipe with that thing? Oh. Great cash, homie. Three, two, one, let's fuck! Everybody's got to hear the shit on W Balls, W Balls, W Balls. So do not listen to this podcast, everybody. I am Sam Lacrosse, your host. Can you dig it? I can, and I especially can today because we have a very, very special guest per usual, but in specific, a very special guest tonight, Daniela Darris. Daniela, how are you? Fine, Sam. I'm I'm really happy to be here. Um, it's really special to be part of this, and I'm just happy that you invited me to be part of this this project. Always, yeah. always. No, I think it's um, you know, we we have like I I think the reason why I I have all my guests on and I have you, I wanted to have you on specifically is just because I mean I think that the way that you are able to explain things the way you're able to articulate ideas is very unique and it's very interesting and I like unique and interesting people and you are definitely one of those people <laughs> so I wanted to have you on to talk about specifically things and I like when people are very you know you're a very passionate person also and you're you don't really are kind of like the rah-rah yelly screamy crazy type passionate person but you still are very passionate about what you believe in and what your core beliefs are. And I think that that's what really this wanted to highlight, which is kind of you being yourself, which is a really wonderful, nice person. And you have a lot of really interesting qualities to bring to the world. And so that was why I wanted to bring you on. So thank you for highlighting your wonderfulness to people. Yeah. I'm, it's really interesting that you mentioned the word passionate because that I really think it's a word that really describes me. Um, most of the people I know really like tell me that I'm really passionate for what I love to stand up for. So I'm really glad to be here and hopefully we can talk about all these things that I'm passionate about. And yeah. Sure. Yeah, no. And I think, I think it's, it's very accurate as well. I mean, like I remember the first time that I met you like in person, which was a while ago. Now it's like six months ago. It's hard to believe yeah. it's that long ago. Um, you know, it's, I remember like the first time I met you, that was like what we jumped into right away. Like, you know, you are really into your faith and you're really into helping, you know, young women out and you're really into all these other things, which I found really, really cool. And we're going to talk about all that and more later, but where I wanted to start kind of just in general is kind of like your overall story. Like, where did you, I I know all these things obviously, but like, you know, who are, who is Daniela? where did you grow up? What was your family life like growing up? Like kind of what is your background and kind of what, like what led you to be the woman that you are today on my screen in front of me? Okay. So it's a very complex question, but at the same time, very exciting. Um, So first of all, for the people that don't know, I'm from Honduras I'm currently here in, in Honduras. I live here. This is my home. This is my country. And, and, and I just love my country. It has 
it's like negative things as each country has, but um, I'm really happy yeah. to be here. And uh, so I basically grew up in a Christian household. Um, I can say um, my parents are like not the typical Christian parents, but like <laughs> just Christian parents and, and, and like yeah. very passionate for, for our faith and like everything. And they uh, raised us like going to church and all of this stuff. But the thing is that um, I always like to mention that it doesn't matter if you grew up in a Christian household. Um, like if you have like this, a personal encounter with God is is the one is the thing that it's mo most important like in your life because uh for me example um I grew up in this household but at the same time I didn't have like a relationship with God so I really didn't want to have anything um relate like be involved with anything related to God um most than like in a religion or religious uh view you know that just like going to church and like pray and do that stuff but at the same yeah. but i i personally wasn't leaving like a like a christian life i can say um i i really like to talk about these things because i really think it's these are the things that Created or make me who I am today, you know. So I'm very like specific with all of this. I'm very specific with my testimony too. Um, so I really just like to go out and like party <laughs> each weekend and everything. And 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 I just I don't judge that. I'm just saying. I did that and I didn't found like a personal satisfaction um, later on in that. So I was like having fun for the moment. But then um, when I get, got home, like I was a little bit just anxious, depressed and all of this stuff. And I was seeing that I wasn't finding what I needed. And then I just questioned myself, am I doing things right? Like, is this the moment or is this, yeah, the time for me to put my eyes on the faith that my parents uh, raised me in and like dig into it? So basically what I did is just follow God. I literally told God uh, one night, like, okay, I, I feel so sad. I feel because like I was getting out of a relationship um, in that moment. And all of this was happening before the pandemic so uh, started. So uh, I really just felt alone, and and I just um, understood that I really just needed to talk with God and have a conversation. And I just told him, like, okay, you know, I think it's time for me to like focus on you and follow you because I've never followed you, and and I just defended you religiously, but. I didn't follow you and I didn't get to know you. So yeah, that was the moment that I was like, okay, God, here I am and here I'm going after you. And in that point, everything changed in my life. Um, mm -hmm. I can definitely say I'm not the same. Um, 
I'm not perfect though, <laughs> but I'm not the same. Um, but yeah, so that was the moment that I got really passionate about talking of God to first girls, like women in general. Um, it was really interesting because I just had the idea of starting like a small group online because all of this was in the pandemic, like everything was online and, and, and I was like, oh my gosh, I would like to have this like physically. But then I started seeing purpose about having it like online because a lot of women like outside of Honduras, like from the US and other women started like getting interested in being part of this group and 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 it was really nice for me to share like small devotionals with them and I really and I was really open and I am really open with my testimony um with women like if they need to hear it um and then I started this group and and for two years it was like a very good ministry where God really like did his thing with them and currently I now have like two best friends that came through that way and uh, I'm just really happy that for that to happen um in my life that ministry that group and then I started like ordering every other area in my life like taking care of my my health my like working out yeah and and all of this other things that really just make me who I am now. And, and I'm really happy um, with that. So yeah, I'm, I'm just really excited for every negative and positive thing that has happened in my life before. Well, that's good. That's good. And I think, so when was that moment? For, was that when you were what, 19, when you had that moment where you were really sad after you came home from a night out? 20. Yeah. 20. Okay. So you were, okay. That makes sense. That follows the timeline. Your birthday was not too long ago. Yeah. So that was, that's, that's good. good. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so you were, um, you were 20, um, assuming, you know, just in university doing the whole thing. And so what was it about really that, that night specifically, do you remember where you just kind of, you came home and you felt like really just like empty and like, you know, I like, cause that was kind of what my experience was. Like, I remember, you know, when I was I burned out going out when I was a freshman because I was just so debaucherous and just got so drunk so often and like would just come home and be like, that wasn't worth it at all. And I would just be like all yeah. up at 3.30 in the morning with like a half a box of fried chicken open on my lap. And I'd just be like, this <laughs> was totally pointless. Like I didn't really, I didn't really do anything. And so yeah. like, what was it kind of something like that where it was like, a, you know, a thing where you just did a bunch of things and you don't have to get into any specifics, but you went out, you partied, you, you drank, maybe you did something else. You went back and it was like, there's got to be like more to life than what I'm doing right now. It was like basically, because that was my feeling and it wasn't a God thing, but it was kind of more of a life thing for me at that point. Yeah. I know for you it was God. Was that the, was that the feeling in general? Yeah. Like since, you know, this is, I think this would be just the lit, like the different thing about um, being raised in a Christian household that you have that back, like back in your mind. You know, like you're thinking, hey, you know, my parents t talked to me about this before. So um, probably I should get back to this or probably I should d dig into this, you know. 
And I'm not saying that I didn't believe in God, not at all. I've always believed in him, but it's just, it was just a religious thing for sure. And then that's why answering your question, um, yes, it was like one night that I really just felt so empty, but like, I can't even explain people. Like, I just felt like a big, like a big dark hole in my in, in my heart and like in my soul and 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 I I'm pretty sure and I know I was a little bit depressed so I, I was like okay god I'm literally going to start saying no to the things that are literally taking me away from you and I'm going to start telling you yes to you and 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 that night that was the thing that I did I literally like in a conversation like I was crying in my bed. <laughs> oh, and and you know I, I need to mention this. This supernatural yeah. thing happened, and 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 I'm sorry for the people who haven't experienced this, and probably they're gonna be like, "You're crazy, dude." <laughs> but like, I'm not crazy. I'm just gonna say what happened, and I and I totally be, uh, believe it. Um, so I was crying, and I literally told like God. I feel so alone, so alone. Like I'm like, literally I can die and like no one, no one will notice. And, uh, and what he told me in that moment, I just felt that he told me like, first of all, you, you're not alone. You have your family, right? Because in that, back in that time, I didn't really like um, value my family much. So mm-hmm. the importance of, of them in my life. So I, I used to be like fighting a lot with my parents, even with my sister. So in that moment, I was like, okay, I have my family. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and they're literally outside of my room. So yeah, I have them. <laughs> so, <laughs> but the, 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 the experience that I had uh, that night was like, I told him, I feel alone and I was crying and I literally told him, I want to feel you like hug me, <laughs> like hug me. I, I, yeah. I need to feel you some way. And in that moment, <laughs> I don't even know, like I was, my eyes were closed and I was, I was so confused, but I felt like someone was hugging me and I was so confused and I opened my eyes so fast and I was like, who the heck is here <laughs> and or who the heck is <laughs> hugging me and in my mind I was so it was like a mix of emotions you know I, I pr- probably you will get it yeah. because I was like happy confused um sad still <laughs> but in that moment when I felt um that I was hugged by someone and no one was in my room I just felt loved and seen I just felt that I belong so, like somewhere to someone so yeah from that specific moment that was the moment that I was like okay god you you showed me that you're here and you're with me so I I will literally just follow you and yeah I was pretty much the moment that happened and and yeah definitely I did all of the whatever things that you can think of <laughs> and, and, and like going out and like, yeah, getting drunk and, and all of this stuff. Um, I think 
one of the most important things um, that I learned is that I really need to be like choose wisely with the people I surround myself with. I'm not saying, okay, Christians, let's just be with Christians. No, not at all. I have a lot of non-Christian friends um, and they're very close with me. Um, But I'm just saying, like, be careful. Whatever your journey is, like, be careful with where you are. And if you want to get closer with God, it's like you need to be a little bit wise with the people you surround yourself with. So, yeah. Yeah. No, well, I think like is I think I've come to accept this. But do you think that you can you said and I think this is this is correct. I'm not saying that you're wrong about this. You said that you're like you can have secular friendships like you can have non-believers as friends. And I totally believe that you can. But I am of the belief that your most important relationships in your life have to be Christians. Do you believe that that's. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. That's what I yeah. you know, when I started, like when I came to God, I was like, OK, God like show me and and give me the people like the more mature people spiritually to guide me and one of the things that most of them told me was like you daniela like your main group needs to be christian because they're gonna be your support and the people you're gonna spend most your time with is the people that you're gonna be like um absorb absorbing everything that they are to so you really need to take care that you're they they were very specific and they were like okay the f- very five like five people that are most closest to you like they need or at least they should they should be like christian because mm-hmm. yeah it's just and it's even in the bible and the bible is not saying don't be friends with non-christians not at all but it's just like be wise with whoever you surround yourself with if you are going to spend time with friends three or four times in a week you know so yeah i i totally agree that you should take care yeah. of that and you also serve to remind me that i say your name like such an american it's unreal yeah so, I mean, daniela I, I <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I just, I just say it like a, you know, like a cheeseburger. With people. Yeah, and if any other no. Latina is hearing this, I'm, I'm really glad because I'm not, I don't feel alone here, <laughs> just with staff. No, no, well, now they're all your, you know, the Honduras people that you're gonna, you'll know, pilfer my podcast through. They're all gonna come laugh at me. American accent. You're fine. But anyway, uh-huh. so and, uh, tell me about your grandma. And the role that she played in your life, because I, I, you know, I, I always like to ask people when I'm talking about their lives, you know, who was either their biggest or one of their biggest role models or beacons. And I remember you talk very highly about your grandmother and the role that she played in your life, specifically in your Christian journey and your faith journey. And I thought, I think this is a really, really cool story. So if you wouldn't mind telling it, I think that would be, that would be awesome. Yeah. I'm really glad you asked. Um, yeah. I remember when I um, talked, with you about this and 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 it was you know my grandma she she passed away when when I was 12 years old and it's funny because maybe people are are gonna think like um so like what are you talking about how did she just you were 12 when 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 she um when she passed so you were not even like an adult 
to for you to experience things and 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 for her to influence in your life but that's totally wrong because i do yeah, i do I yeah i do believe there's um this generational blessing that we carry um throughout generations and and one of those things is that first of all i'm going to try sam i'm going to try to put this in like few words her testimony because i think it's necessary yeah so yeah of course yeah <laughs> so she she was um she was married with my grandpa right and and everything and they had my mom and and her brothers and sister and uh my dad oh, my grandpa sorry um he got uh murdered and uh, they the people who did this um how do you say it they 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 make everything look like it was my grandma um they they framed yeah her. they framed her and and yeah see see my my american vernacular is not coming in <laughs> so i i take back all the self-deprecation yeah. i just did earlier so all the all you wonder people, people <laughs> yeah fun. yeah thank you sam um yeah, so the thing is that they framed her and 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 they because they framed her, she was in jail um for if I'm not wrong for like a year or a year and a half. And the thing is that she didn't knew God before all of this happening. Um by the way, my my grandma was not it was not her fault. She she was framed. I'm yep. just clarifying to everyone. Um Yes. And uh yeah, they framed her and, and she was in jail and she had this another supernatural story. <laughs> uh this white like this tall and handsome man came in side of uh one of her cells that she was and 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 he came walking through the aisle and, and, and the jail and, and he was like wearing all this white clothing and and like very handsome and tall and and he like he was uh he had a bible and he literally walked to my grandma and gave her the bible and told her uh for her to read it and she started reading the bible in jail and that's how she met god reading the bible in jail and 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 she literally read everything <laughs> um and the thing is that long story short um so the, one of the people who was like um in the middle of all of this thing that they did to my grandpa um came to his senses and he uh told the truth to the police and then they um they let my grandma out of jail and that was the point where the generational blessing started because she met God <laughs> she met God and because she met God my mom and her family met her God yeah God sorry <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, and at the same time my my dad met God because of her uh, because he fell he fell in love with my mom and and my grandma was like okay you know Jessica uh you know 
like he needs to know God. <laughs> so let's bring him and let's uh, let's talk about God with him and and everything. So yeah, my dad had another uh, like conversion. <laughs> he used to drink. He used to party. He used to all of these things, and he start uh, he stopped drinking and all of this stuff, and because of her. Well, it's God, but through her. Um, yeah. So with all of this context, I, I can probably explain myself how she has impacted my life uh, till this year, even she's even though she's not here because she just she was a woman that was so passionate about her faith and like she went like preaching about the the gospel in jails and 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 like she was the mother for many men and women that didn't have a home or did have and ha probably had everything like in this world but they were so empty and and they didn't know where to go when they felt like so alone and they just went to my grandma's house and, and they're like to my grandma even though it was like 9 10 p.m. she was with open arms like come in let's talk let's pray and i'm like for you to do that for you to be that open for anyone to come to your house and just be vulnerable and pray and all of this stuff, you really need to love God. And that passion and that love for God, it's still in my mind each day when I struggle because it really motivates me to be the same. And this is good and bad because I'm not going to lie. Sometimes that really creates a little bit of pressure. Um, but, you yeah. know, the, there was this one time that my youth pastor told me, you're not her, Daniela. You're not her. Like, you're never going to be her. And you're not supposed to be her. So you're going to have your own journey. And uh, you don't have to put that pressure on yourself. And I'm like... That's true. I'm not her. So I'm and that's completely fine. So I'm I'm just going to have my life, my story and she can definitely be my motivation each day uh for me to grow closer with God. Um she forgave so many people, all the people that blame her. She forgave them and she loved them. And I'm like, "Wow. Teach me how to do that because you were yeah. you were in jail, lady." Like um but yeah she was she was and still is one of the my greatest motivations to grow closer with god so and she will ever, yeah. yeah that's very cool that that's that's it's it is still cool even though i've heard the story a bunch of times yeah. from you at this point which is and i think that um was there one specific thing did she i don't know if she ever told you this but was there one like a I know we've talked about like the a verse that we both like, which is the first part of Colossians three that we both that we both enjoy, and that's that's you know a verse that I really enjoy. Was there a specific book or a specific moment or like a, a part of scripture that she identified with and really helped her? Did she ever communicate that anything like that to you? You know, she was very vocal with what. Well, my grandma was always like telling and and, and like speaking about the word and like. She literally had everything in her mind. Like I would talk. Yeah, you, yeah, everything, right? Basically. Yeah, like I would probably talk yeah. to her about food, and she was just gonna t tell me like a verse or something. And 
<laughs> yeah, but yeah, so there's this one verse. It's really interesting because we didn't even knew, I didn't even knew what you were going to ask me today, but I just felt to look the verse that I've always had in my mind and my heart because of her. So it's, it's, it's really nice. Um, so it's second Corinthians, uh, five seventeen. So it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. So why do I talk about this verse is because she was, she has so, so much grace and mercy for people that that was the verse that she always welcomed like to anyone who ever come to her to came to her to talk to her and, and like she always remembered people that god is not like a judgmental god like he is just yeah. he is but like he first we need to focus on what Jesus did and that God sent him. So we have like a merciful God and like a graceful God. So I really love this verse because when I came to God, this was the first thing that I really memorized. And then I started repeating each day for like 40 or 100 times. I don't know <laughs> because I really oh, wow. like, I was struggling so much with catching with the world that and with things I did that I needed to believe that I was a new creation, that I was a new person. So that, and and, yeah. and I'm not going to lie, sometimes it's still hard to to believe that because like I struggle with things still and I'm not perfect, but Doing this with this verse that always remembers me of her um, just made me get a lot more stronger and, and bold with my faith and with my identity of who I am. So, yeah, that would be it. <laughs> that's really my that's awesome. And, and yeah, no, I, and that's kind of where I wanted to pivot, it, uh, pivot to next, which is I'm glad you brought that up. So. What are specific challenges that you specifically faced on your walk when you decided to read or to dedicate your life to following God? Like, were there any specific vices that you were prone to falling into? Like I, I have my stuff and I think everyone has, every Christian has like their like thing that always keeps tripping them up and, and probably will forever trip them up in some form or fashion. But did you have a specific one that you said like, okay, I really need to avoid this if I want to live this type of a lifestyle? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I had to like run away from a lot of things so you know it's funny sam <laughs> because i became so radical when when and when i is that the word radical well like well meaning meaning what? like <laughs> i don't know how to explain it's just you were just like were you, like you talking like being like a wild child like going off the rails and everything like that or was it something no like, like when i'm saying radical it's like when i came to god like in my faith I, oh oh yeah you just went like super super hardcore on fire for jesus like all the time type of oh, yeah okay. yeah yeah no that, that, yeah and okay. and like when i don't say this word is it's because 
I needed to do that. Like I really literally run away, run away from everything that was separating me or like that could make me stumble, you know? So some examples could be like, I had to run away from some type of movies, music, um, (laughs) uh, places, friends, um, what else? I I think that would be it. (laughs) It's just like, well, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of stuff. Basically everything. And that's why I told God, like, if I'm gonna follow you, I literally told him this, and I, and it's funny because it's like God. It's not like this being that is so far away from us. It's our friend too. So I talked to him like that way. So I was like telling him, like, okay, God, if I'm gonna follow you, and I'm gonna like move away from all of these things, I need for you to put the right things in front of me so I can like find a little bit of joy here in this world. Uh, like I can't be alone. And he, then he started to give me the right uh, friends and all of this stuff. But going back to what I was saying, um, yeah. So, you know, I had to fight a little bit and, and it's funny because I think it's going to be the first time I'm going to talk about this. But I had to fight a little bit with like um, sexual immorality and like in general and yep. and and you know it's easy to talk about this in like in an American like space <laughs> I don't know oh, oh yeah oh, yeah. No. yeah no I yeah yeah, oh, yeah. but I'm saying because like that topic over here in 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 like in like like latin countries or hispanic countries it's like a like oh my gosh like you can't talk about it's, it's, it's a, you know it's a big no-no like you can't you can't talk yeah, yeah. And, okay. and and it shouldn't you know because it's like it's reality like we're all humans and like yeah. we we as christians we should talk about this so yeah this was one of the things that i um i i fought for and like um I had to run away. Literally, that's that was the reason because I had to run away, like from some some type of movies, for example, because um, they could just be like triggering, you know, and like all of this stuff and and, and music. I just, you know, I can confidently say that this fire of God grew in my heart that I just couldn't tolerate. Like, you know, the, the, this is one of the things that I talked with one of my closest friends is that I'm the type of person who literally focus on the lyrics of the songs. Like, mm-hmm. I know it can be very, like a very good beat and everything and all that stuff. But if it has like a very bad lyric, like my mind just can't focus. And uh, like, it's good. Um... I'm a little bit more at ease with that now, but before when I tell you that I just came to God, I was like, "Oh my gosh, no! Don't put that in front of me." I just like all the all the all the bad bunny, all yeah, the bye. Like all no. 
for sure. No, no, no. I, yeah, I can't even tolerate him still, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I remember we had we had this conversation once, and I remember he was the only he's one of the only like like reggaeton like you know <laughs> Spanish artists that I know, yeah. and you're like. You're like, I, I, like even I can't tolerate him. So like, you're totally fine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just, it's I just so don't. Fun. Yeah, no. So similar stuff to that, you know, I just couldn't tolerate because the one of the things that I really struggled with when I was like in the world is with my identity. So I was like, didn't have like good self esteem and all of that. So I didn't value myself. I didn't see myself with with the love that. Christ has for me and, and, and God has for me. So um, all the lyrics and the songs, it's like treating women like trash <laughs> or like an object Yeah. or like an object. Yeah. So, you know, this type of things I, I had to run away from and, and like some friends, um, it hurt. It hurt. I can definitely tell everyone it hurt. Um, it's not easy to run away from your closest friends. I had to run away a little bit from one of my best friends and, 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 and she was like very, and she is still very special to me. And, and we literally have each other, but we're not that close anymore. And it's just um, because those are the decisions that I needed to take for me to, to move on and, and to grow. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think I think it's and I don't think that like, you know, the thing you said about like Latin culture and sexual immorality, I think it's really interesting just just because of the fact that like, I mean, you've you've lived in America for a good portion of your life. And like, I think, you know, how sexual our culture is like, I mean, we live in an incredibly sexualized culture yeah. in the West. And I think that, you know, it's it's something that I never really noticed until I started really digging deeper into my faith. And I see like, even like, you know, you know, we both, you know, live, you live partially, your family lives in Austin. I've lived in Austin for two years now. And so like, like even like the billboards you see, or like some things in front of restaurants or some other things, like you never, things you would never notice. I think like I never noticed until I really put my Christian glasses on. Now I just notice everything. And I'm like, holy shit. Like it, it is kind of just like smacking you right in the face wherever you go. So that's really it's really interesting you bring that up and it and it's something that I that I never really paid that much attention to until you and other people were saying like no this this is like everywhere like it's 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 not subtle at all if you really look at it. Yeah, it's everywhere. Um right now if I'm honest if you ask me what I think about like Hollywood and all of this platforms that do like music and movies i just i'm not happy with it um for sure um they're very transparent right now with the lack of respect that they're having for god and and like they're 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 very obvious now it's not like a sick like a secret or something um they're very obvious about showing that it's good and, and fun and funny to, to laugh about God and, and, and let's do all this devil stuff and, and, yeah, and it's going to be, Sam Smith. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, it's going to be entertaining and all of this stuff. So yeah, it's for me, it's, I get mad. I'm, I'm not going to lie, but then I'm like, you know, this people, 
they need God. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm for sure they need yes. God, but I, I, yeah, I just, we can't, the only thing that we can do is for us to continue showing and, and, and reflecting God through our lives for people to, to, to meet or for people to get intrigued and say, you know, I want what you have. I want what whatever you're having, I want that. And and that's one of the things that happened to me. Start happening to me. And and I noticed that not with every person is is the person that you are gonna approach like with a with a conversation of like, you know, hey, God loves you and, and he died for you, uh, through Jesus and all of this stuff. <laughs> because a lot of people are like can you just shut up and 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 it's fine it's fine because there's a lot of people like coming from different backgrounds and I totally get it but this was the time that I I I noticed that there are other ways like just trying to be more like Jesus and like you're not going to even notice the moment that someone's going to notice something in and they're like, and they literally asked me one time, like, like, wh what are you on? Like, what do you do? What, like, why are you having, why are you having like happiness in the middle of this? Or why are you not struggling with this? And I'm like, you know, this is the time. This is the time I'm going to tell you about Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's different ways for sure um, to yeah. yeah approach people. Yeah, of course. What makes being a Christian woman difficult compared to being a secular woman, in your opinion? Can you repeat it, please? What? You know, what what makes being a Christian woman more difficult in your opinion compared to being a woman who doesn't know God? Hmm. I actually can I rephrase that because Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Go yeah. Ahead. Go ahead. Cuz personally, I don't think um being a Christian woman is more difficult than being a secular woman. And Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. Because, and, and I'm going to elaborate, and it's because both women struggle. Both women are going to have problems. Both women are going to go through life and, 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 like, go through stuff that they don't like. And, and life is going to hit them sometimes and everything. But for sure, I can tell you, it's a lot better to go through that standing by the side with Jesus, with God, then alone. <laughs> and that's the yeah. and that's the total difference between a woman who is in Christ and some and a woman who isn't. Like we're like people in the world think that, oh, if you become a Christian, you're gonna your life is gonna be a lot happier and all of that and like uh, you're not gonna struggle. Yes, you're going to struggle. Yes, you're going to have problems, any type of problems, um, because you're in this imperfect world. That's why. But the thing is that you can live in this imperfect world with God. 
to your heart and, and with a relationship with him. And, and, and then you can go through stuff more smoothly or more, or like, even when, because even the Bible tells us about that, like, even when there's sadness, the Holy Spirit brings joy and peace, a peace that the world can understand. So the thing is that what happens when you're not with God? It's like you're looking for any other ways to to feel that that sadness or that void of or hurt of any other cir circumstance that you may go through in life. So I can definitely say it's not more difficult to be a, a Christian woman, but I'm not gonna say that we don't struggle. Okay, it, like we do struggle and yeah. and. And it's just for sure, and this is not just for women, this is for women and men. Um, when you're a Christian, you obviously have a sense of responsibility now that you, when you're a child of God. And, and that's the little responsibility that a lot of Christians don't, don't like, like to talk about. And it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's not easy. It's not easy for me sometimes. Um, but we do have a responsibility and it's to like reflect and show God through who we are and what we do and what we say and all of this stuff. So obviously it's a little bit more, there's a little bit more of pressure, but then if you get, and, and I'm going to talk about this, not because I'm a perfect woman and like, I'm in my best right now in my relationship with God. No, I'm not going to not at all <laughs> but i'm gonna talk i'm gonna talk from the point of of view with from when i was in my best or or when i am in my best with god in my relationship is that when i'm in my best and when i'm closer and when i'm really dedicating this time to, with him it's a lot easier for me to satisfy him to just obey him because it's not like a, yeah. i'm not sacrificing anything you don't feel like you're sacrificing anything you're just it just flows it just comes out of you obeying him you know and this just happens when you get closer with him so yeah and it's a lot harder when you don't <laughs> for sure true. yeah it's true so i know you're close to your mom and your sisters and so what did you learn from them specifically or what have you learned from like because i know you're the youngest so i mean what have you learned from like looking up to them studying them mimicking them you know just being a good sister to them that has inspired you to keep going even though it was hard i know we talked about that a lot in your relationship with god but like what about them inspires you to live a really good life do you think yeah so my mom is literally like uh the best mom i think it might sound like cliche like everyone says that and all of that i was i'm saying i, I would beg to differ for purposes my honesty, yeah everyone will yeah i will let you have your moment go ahead go ahead everyone will um but like my mom has been like she has been the best with me and and why i can say this it's because she has so much so much patience with me um throughout my the time that I was like crazy to the time that I'm like today <laughs> um 
she has been there for me. She has really like motivate me to grow and like to order to dream, especially to never stop dreaming. And and she's the the type of mom like she sits down, she can hear me like one hour uh of me like just uh being positive or even when I'm negative or whatever, but she takes the time to hear me and like uh give gives me some advice and shows me a little bit of love but then at the same time um she just motivates me to never stop dreaming even if if life brings me down you know and 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 I can talk about this because I'm currently living it <laughs> um I, I have so many plans and dreams and right now my mom is like you know Daniela don't you you don't really need to focus on for example on how much money you're earning wherever you are right now you need to focus on whatever it's going to make you happy professionally for example and 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 you have to go for it like she is a risk taker and 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 yeah yeah and and my and my dad for example he's such a hard worker he has always been a hard worker for his family for for us and and he has always like motivate each one of us to do the same to like like work hard work hard for whatever we want and yeah that would be my parents um my sisters my older sister she we have like similar personalities um so she really i really like sorry in, in what way i'm actually curious about this yeah so i think we have just like the same temp temperament is that the word yeah yeah Yep. Yeah, okay. so and like personalities is that we are like very we're very bold and like risk takers and like like we're crazy. <laughs> not like not that crazy, but just like, you know, let's just go for it and 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 it's like we're we like to be very like disciplined and like to out outgrow ourselves and try new things and and to challenge ourselves and all of this. So my older sister really has motivated me to do that. And lately, um, she has been doing all this new stuff with her family and 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 you know a little bit about this um over yeah, there yeah with her kids and, yeah, yeah over there in in Austin. So she really motiv motivates me to just do the same and and then Andrea. She is the sister that I needed <laughs> because Andrea, my sister, my middle sister. So for the people to know, my older sister is 31. She's married. Uh, she lives in Austin. Well, San Antonio right now. Um, and, and Andrea is 29. And yeah, and I'm 23, by the way. <laughs> um, so yeah, Andrea is like, we have this like very intimate conversations that I need day by day or at least once a week that really just push me to, to grow and in every area of my life. And I'm 
even here for her too to motivate her. I'm really motivating her to to work out right now. <laughs> for example, I'm just loving working yeah. out right now. You know, I, I've been telling you, Sam, about this. I I I love. No, I see it. Well, I mean, you, you post your workouts daily. You make me feel very like you know. I I don't, I don't know if in, like insecure. Right <laughs> I do work. You come with receipts like every single day about you did like this kind of imam like you did all these deadlifts and everything else like this and i'm just like oh my god like i need to keep up or whatever but yeah no i, I see it trust me well I see you it. need to keep no i'm kidding, I'm kidding. I, know, I know all this i do don't need that i know you do not need to remind me i know you are kicking my ass every single day probably doing all that kind of i'm stuff. kidding i'm kidding but yeah i i'm loving right now crossfit so i'm happy but um so yeah yeah i'm, I'm just we like to motivate each other um, in the areas that we are more like each one of us is a little bit more. Um, what's the word? Like it's more difficult for us to grow. So yeah, we, yeah. we help you ourselves. Yeah. So yeah, my, my they're, they're so important in my life that I don't know what I would do with, without them <laughs> yeah so mm -hmm. yeah do you believe that anyone can be fully content without knowing god no <laughs> why because you know i think each person has their own meaning of joy and con content and, and like happiness um the thing is that the truest joy and happiness is found in Christ. And that's my belief. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna like try to find a middle ground. Like, I'm sorry, guys, people. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna say yeah. it. Like the word talks about this. It's like the truest happiness and joy is found in him. Because this is the, 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 the thing that I'm saying, like, you know, I've seen a lot of people who are probably not close to God or don't even have anything related to God. And uh, I was going to talk in Spanish right now. I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> Go hey, hey, I mean, you are uh, talking to a, a dual, dual, dual linguistically. Yeah, for sure. You're talking to both, like two, like the airwaves are all as far as <laughs> Yeah, and I'm just going to be talking bad about you and you're not going to even notice. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna. Well, I, I mean, I slide up on your stories all the time. You, you use your damn Spanish, and I have no idea what you're talking about. I've used Instagram Translate to get all the stuff out of your out of your. Yeah, sorry. No, it's it's no, it's don't be fine. Go ahead. But yeah, so oh my gosh, I, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> well, about like the contentness. Oh like, yeah, you, you have people who have. So I know yeah. a lot of people who are very successful and everything, and they find their peace on on different things like yoga or any other thing, and and I get it, I get it. But we like humans are like body, soul, and spirit, and you're probably feeling one of those or two of those, but you're not probably you're not feeling the three of them when you're not with Christ. Yeah. And, uh, or you are, but you're like spiritually, you, you can be filling it with other spiritual things because when we talk about spiritual things, it's not just like God, you know, there are other, there are yeah. other things. So 
Um, yeah. I can confidently say that there's no like true content or or happiness outside of Christ. No, for me, it's impossible. <laughs> like, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, like, I've I used to found happiness and 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 joy and peace in 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 different other like in other different things but the thing is that was just for a moment for a very small moment but then i was so empty when i got home i was so empty when i was alone so what was that like i was not true as like happiness so yeah that would be my answer yeah No, no, I think, I think it's a good, and like, honestly, that was such a refreshing take. I, I've been tech, I've been telling this to a lot of people more in like, um, it's been a, in a political context primarily, but like, I'm, I'm so sick of like these moderate, like milk toast type people who like, just don't like are on the fence all the time and they don't want to pick a side to go on and everything. Like, I'd rather you be like either the most browbeating style Republican conservative type person, or you'd be like the flaming blue haired liberal <laughs> type or whatever. I I hate the people that like are the floaters between like, Oh, I don't like, like if you're going to be about that life, like be about that life, like go like, like walk the walk, talk the talk. I really don't give a shit personally, but like, you know, cause at least I know you're being honest with who you are, what you're solid and what your identity is like everything else like that. So I, I totally agree with that. Honestly, I'm very glad you brought that point up. Yeah. It's just personally, I think the same, like if you're going to choose any other, like, go through another way okay do it but like don't try to like find like a middle ground into yes. it so yeah yeah i agree i agree mm-hmm. pivoting towards the women and girls focus that you have kind of picking up on some other things you had so this was like i said one of the first things that i noticed about you really you told me about like you were really passionate about your faith and about the intersection with that between women between girls who you've mentored all this all this kind of thing so so first off like why are you so adamant about serving women in both a worldly and a christian context and why does that appeal to you so much because i've seen a lot of women go through a lot of similar things that i went um when i came to christ they there was women i was 20 and there were women like of 29 almost or 30 that were coming to me because they felt just heard or identified and i'm like hmm this is interesting because it doesn't mean this is not about age or anything this is a lot more like a a lot bigger than that and i think it's a lot um related to like identity and and that's the thing that's the keyword over here like i really like to focus on motivating people women but in general too like whoever but women specifically uh to focus on finding who they are in christ because when we don't know who we are as a woman we're literally just going to be fluctuating with with whatever happens in life, with whatever belief, with whatever someone presents you in, in a conversation or in a movie or or anything like that. So 
the, my what I really love to see is women to stand up and like say this is who I am this is who, what I believe so for example in a relationship or when they're they're meeting like a guy or someone they're not like oh you know like I'm I believe in God but like we can like talk about this no you know like you can be I I really want to motivate women to be bold on on what they believe because this is what God wants this is what he wants for them it's the best for them and and I'm just not saying about getting into a relationship too I'm talking about being bold in front of anyone in any type of circumstance because even in work or any other type because I can tell, like, I can talk about what I've been living uh, this past days. Like, in work, you're going to have situations where you are either going to, like, go with the flow and go with, with whatever the pe what the people is saying over there. And they're probably uh, laughing about God or doing something like that or just something that is not biblical or something. Something that is against who you are. But if you're not strong and firm in who you are, you're just going to go with it. And then I don't like seeing women like struggling and like stumbling in their identity of who they are when Christ tells them clearly who they are in the Bible. And, 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 and I'm very passionate about that because I struggled with that and, And, and I'm not going to even say I don't anymore. I, I sometimes struggle still. But I can definitely say I'm not where I was before. So that's why I'm a lot more bolder when I tell women, you know, get away from there or, you know, stand up. Like, God gives you this voice, this, this uh, foundation, this security where you don't find it or like when you don't feel the most prettiest, when you don't feel the most, the most smartest or, or the most prepared or professional or whatever, God tells you, you are worth his blood, literally his blood. So when you, when you identify that the most valuable thing in this, like, like in life or Yeah, it's the blood of Christ and that God is telling you that you're worth that. I'm like, you know, anyone can come and tell you that you're trash and I, I'm not going to care. <laughs> like, I'm literally, I will literally don't care um, because God tells me otherwise and, and I'm not going to focus yeah. on that. So. And, and it's really interesting because talking about my sisters, um, I really love to influence even in my sisters that, like that boldness, that, that, um, and it's funny because I know I'm the youngest, but like, I don't care. <laughs> like eight, apparently yeah, yeah. Age, age is just a number, apparently. So, so at the end, it's just like, I really motivate them and whoever surrounds me, like, Hey, stand up stand up you like you can do this or you're not what they're saying or you're not worth this situationship with a I don't know with a guy that is not like you know one other just 
to play around, for example, yeah, <laughs> or or something yeah, like right. doesn't want like to see you for for something else. So, well, th- those are just examples. But the thing is that, um, yeah, I I just I'm just really passionate about helping women identify how bold they can be when they get to know themselves in Christ. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's is that the biggest problem. struggle you think with with women you talk with is it, is it the relationship stuff in relation to how God sees them do you think is that the biggest thing you usually see when you're mentoring or talking with women about kind of how to be a godly woman or a woman in Christ however you however you feel is that the biggest struggle or is it something else Uh I think there're different struggles but the thing is that at the end I think it comes from that same point that they struggle with their self-esteem or with, with just who they are. So when they struggle with who they are, there's like a bunch in a group of like a very big, and I don't know, ball of problems that comes to your life because you don't know who you are. And and mm-hmm. and for sure there are other problems for sure and 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 a lot more deeper, but it's because they don't know who they are. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. It, and the thing is that because even you know, even I, I've talked with with women that didn't grow up like in a Christian household, for example, and uh, I know people can say, oh, it's easier for you to say that because you know you have that uh that your household is like christian and like you have that support over there to remind you that and yeah for sure i'm not gonna lie it's a blessing for sure i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna be like no no like i'm sorry no i'm not gonna be sorry i i have that and and it's totally a, like a total blessing but I tell women, I've talked with women that they didn't grow up in a Christian household. Like, you know, God uses sin. God uses any type of circumstance to turn everything for his good. Like evil to good. So if you just have a little bit of, of God sees your heart. And and one of the things that that I tell them is like, if you ha- just have a little bit of intention of getting to know him, I know he's gonna make himself like show himself to, to you in many different ways. So then you are gonna see that you don't even need like even the Bible talks about this. Like it doesn't say that you don't need your family, but it's it says like God should be above anything else, even your family. Yeah. So and and I tell people, believe me, even though I I, I grew up in a Christian household, it, it hasn't been perfect at all, <laughs> at all. So I've had to learn that my family is not is not in the position that God needs to be to. So. When I identified that, I even understood that sometimes I don't even have to talk with them. I just need to talk with him. Um, 
and uh yeah so it's like becoming the, a lot more dependent on god like in your emotions in your thoughts and and, and, and everything that you do so yeah yeah that would be my part yeah. do you identify as a feminist sorry do you identify as a feminist no <laughs> you, you don't know? okay like go ahead it's it's funny because i've talked like I, I, lately i've been talking about this with some people because normally people hear me and they're like oh she's a feminist and i'm like you know it's very complex because i don't know now the term of feminist it's been a little bit more yeah yeah, I just don't like the term or or the way they're using it right now, like women. But I I'm not I, I probably don't consider myself a feminist because I'm 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 just a woman who yes, I can be bold, but at the same time I know and I and and I tell women that we need to be humble too to the point that we need to to be aware that we still need to grow as women too. <laughs> and we're going to be imperfect. Uh, we're going to fail. And, and sometimes men can, can be the head in some other, some other things that we struggle with and be our support, for example. So I'm not the type of feminist I'm, I'm going to be telling women, Oh, you know, you don't need men and like um you can do anything by yourself and like like we yes, we can, but at the same time it's like no, God created roles and 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 he gave each one the things that they need to do and 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 we can for sure now have more opportunities like women, but at the same time it's not like I'm not going to I don't support the idea of like I'm a little bit more traditional. That, that, yeah, I was I think that's a good term. I think traditional feminist is probably a yeah. good term. So I that, I think that would be the the term I would identify myself with. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I agree because I know like, you know, we've talked a lot about this before. I think I asked you that. I was like, Are you this kind of like you're not like a psycho feminist like her right now. And you're like, no, like I'm not that type of person, like whatever. I just, I just like to, you know, advise, you know, young women and, and other, you know, women, other girls, whatever you want to do. And yeah, that's fine, whatever. And, you know, I think, I think that distinction is important because unfortunately that term has been so bastardized by the culture and by a lot of people who want to like misuse it and everything that it's just been so oversaturated and you know misused in a lot of ways when i think like you know if you want to you know feminism is just advocating for the equal rights of women and you know i think any sensible person can agree that like yeah like women should be able to like vote and stuff and like do like a bunch of other different things and you know all those all that kind of stuff but you know i think that you know to your point it's like you know there are other things to consider and it's not just freedom for everyone and you can do whatever you want and everything else like that there needs to be some constraints to it which is a really interesting element to yeah it. yeah I, I agree um i don't agree with the idea of women being exposed and 100 free like you know i'm freeing jesus 
<laughs> I, I I might sound yeah, like an old I, lady. I, I, I need your worldly freedom. I have the I have my spiritual freedom. Thank yeah, you very much. You can keep exactly. Your worldly like I don't need to yeah. be naked in the streets to to be free, <laughs> to be free, or 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 to find purpose or or whatever they're looking for. I I don't need that, and 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 I wish they knew that they don't need that. But it's just like I, that would be just the Holy Spirit convincing them. But the thing is that I don't like the idea of that exposure for women. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Speaking of exposure, one of the final or one of the primary ways, I would say the primary way we talked a lot about this too, that you get that message out to a lot of people is through your social media. You're very active on your social media with all of your lifestyle stuff and with all of your faith stuff that you put out there a lot in your posts and your stories and, and everything else, which is awesome. And you really are very active in that. You're very consistent and you post a lot of things about a lot of different stuff. But what I have seen from like, I, I'm not good at social media. I, I've said it for the longest time. I, I just get lost in sauce and I get really angry and throw my phone through the wall and everything like that. So like, 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 so what, and, and it's very hard, especially I think as a Christian to make an impact on social media because like social media is so dominated by the world and the culture and everything mm. so like why why do you think that you still try to make an impact through social media when you know when i think you and i both know that social media is very corrupt in a lot of different ways by kind of how the world sees it like why do you why do you choose that as your primary method of getting your message out there because at the same time that is corrupt at the same time it's okay i'm gonna rephrase this um Whatever the enemy uses for bad, God is going to use it for good too. So what I mean with this is that when I see corruption and all this evil and bad things in social media, at the same time, I seen the power of God move through social media. So I just remember that the Bible talks about this, that if I'm honest, I know this in Spanish, not in English. <laughs> This verse. It, is a, it is a bilingual podcast please go ahead today bilingual podcast speak in spanish all you want yeah so i'm just gonna try to rephrase it in english so so it talks about like where there's evil like his mercy and his grace is a lot bigger than that like it overflows over where so yeah it talks about a little bit about where evil like belongs or exists, his grace overflows or something like that. I don't know. I'm trying to translate. <laughs> I'm trying to do some miracles here. <laughs> um, but the thing is that I just remember that. And when I remember that part in the Bible, which is true, and I I have seen it, I just know that even though I'm watching so many evil stuff and so many posts or whatever, because I, you don't know how many times I've seen just stuff that I get so mad with. And, but at the same time, I just remember, hey, God, you're moving here, over here too. And I've seen it. I've seen so many testimonies. I've seen, you know, it's funny. I'm going to talk about this since you, you, you mentioned, mentioned it that, um, I use social media to talk about God, right? And like, I know I'm not like, I don't consider myself an influencer <laughs> at all. 
But I understand that you are. I mean, you might not be like you know Tim Tebow's wife, yeah. but I mean, you're you're. I would say you're still an influencer. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. I like to influence people for sure in the in the things that I I I love or I'm passionate about. But it's like my main focus is not like oh my gosh, I'm gonna be a influencer and so the followers. So no, you know, um, the thing is that. I've seen God move in so many ways in my small account that I can't even imagine how he moves through other accounts, bigger accounts of people who really love God. And in my really humble and small account, <laughs> I sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I talk about it's so funny because sometimes I just don't have the the intention of like, oh, you know, this is going to get to someone or it's going to minister life or, or something. And then I rece- receive a random message about of a woman or a man just saying nearly in humbleness how much they needed it. And I'm like, yeah. Like seriously, <laughs> like I didn't expect it. At the same time, I'm glad because this is the point of me doing the small things that I do or try to do. But, but when I receive this type of messages, is is the moment that I say that I tell myself, you know, Daniela, it's like it doesn't matter if you're not like when in one post you're not like impacting one thousand lives, you know. At the same time, yeah, you just need one, one soul, one, one person, for 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 it to work with. And when I have that in my mind, is the is the moment that I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care what people say. I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it because someone needs it. And you know, even when I'm just sharing stories that are not con- like content that I, I created. It's just store, uh, post of all, any other Christian uh, content, you know, yeah. that I like. I have received so many messages saying, I needed this today. I needed to read this. I, I just needed it. And I'm like, God, like I, you're just confirming the purpose um, of, of me doing this. So yeah so yeah we just with whatever we have it's it's we can definitely impact someone with whatever we post because at the same time people are receiving all this negative stuff in social media we have to fight that back with the good stuff so yeah (laughs) and you know can i yeah just add a little bit Oh, yeah, yeah, please, please. So I have like there, there was this one time that uh one person told me this and 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 I was like this this was like two years ago and I was like oh my gosh it's true. She told me that for me to never stop posting whatever I post because most most of the times you can be the only 
person that someone has in this social media that is going to reflect God in some way, you know? So probably yeah. it's a non-Christian. I have so many non-Christians, friends, non-friends, just like people I know. <laughs> um, and But they have me. And I don't really care that they like it or not. Like, they really like it. I'm just, I just care that they're receiving it because they're probably not receiving it from anywhere else. So if they're right. seeing that, that's good. That's good. Something's, if, if it's God's will, something's going to happen later on. That's his job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I think that, that that was kind of like one of the most bizarre experiences about me writing my book was that I never realized like the kind of things that people would say after they read it. And it kind of really takes you off guard. Like, so I totally understand you there. Like when it's like, you really got this deep insight about your life or about your kid or about your wife or whatever from my book. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. Like I never saw that coming. Like that's kind of... Mm -hmm very bizarre but also very interesting at the same time which is it, it's it's really interesting kind of how like just we think something is so like insignificant right and we kind of have just a bunch of you know things that you know we think are we're just like putting out in the world or i'm writing on this we're saying on this podcast or whatever it is but like people really listen more i think than we give them credit for in a lot yeah. of ways and i think that there are a lot of different um, there are a lot of different ways people absorb information and take in content or whatever that is. You just need to find the right person with the right mode of delivery, with the right message. And it really can make a really big impact on that person, which is very Exactly. Yeah. You know, we always have to remember that when it comes to posting like positive things or, or godly things in general, um, it's not you who is convincing the person. It's God through through his through his spirit. Like if it's gonna do something, he's gonna do it, like his way. You know, uh, we we just need to do our own stuff, and something's gonna happen hopefully. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So last major thing, like what is what is your goal with all this? Do you want to make it big as an influencer? Like, do you want to kind of turn this into a, like a career thing? Like, do you want to kind of be something where, like we were talking about like your dreams and like your mom being really supportive of everything else. I know you and I have talked about this briefly, but like, do you want to kind of turn this into something or is this just kind of something that you like, you know, just overall part of like your lifestyle that you want to kind of, you know, put out into the world basically? You know what? Yes. <laughs> I would love to just grow in this. You know, the thing is that, you know, so we've seen that social media is like a worldwide thing. So it doesn't matter that I live in Honduras. But at the same time, it's like, it's a little bit more, that idea over here in Honduras, it's not like a well-settled idea or like a good idea to just focus on that, you know, and grow on that. And yeah. But obviously, as you know, Sam, like I see myself in the U.S. Uh, later on. So, so I, I just, I'm just telling God that wherever I go and what, wherever, whatever I do, I'm just gonna be true to myself and share about Him. I'm never gonna stop sharing about Him in, in social media, mm -hmm. but. 
I will probably just keep taking steps towards other dreams, like professional dreams, going to the U.S. and and all of this stuff. But at the same time, open and still actively posting about him, you know. And if he wants to open some doors that way, perfect. I I don't mind. I would be. <laughs> I told him like I would be so happy living by serving him, but only he knows. Like sometimes I I I made so much plans and then he's like, no, like no, Daniela, like it's not gonna be. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Like those are not my plans. So I'm really, I've been learning to just be open to whatever he wants, but. For sure, I can tell you that I'm just gonna keep taking the professional steps of my dreams. Um, just for the people to know a little bit, it's just like I I'm currently having some opportunities for me to go to the U.S. and 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 hopefully I'll be there, Jay. Um, <laughs> so if I go there, um, I am I've been open to just study other things too but at the same time i've been wanting to study um some theological aspects of the bible because cool. yeah because it's just like you need to prepare yourself for you to talk with people so i, I mm -hmm. like you know like it's not just about oh this is my faith and emotionally I love God. Like, ah, oh, God, God is love, you know, no. <laughs> like, let's yeah. talk about facts. Yeah. Let's talk about like yeah. realistic things in life. And, and like, you want to talk about deep topics and, 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 and conversations, let's get into it. Um, a little bit of reason, okay, let's get a little bit into that. So, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm really open uh, for that to to happen later on. Yeah. Awesome. Any final words? Any advice? Any world? You've already dropped so much knowledge, so much knowledge, and so much wisdom on the world tonight <laughs> with what you've said. But do you have any final words that you want to say before we sign off? Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm, first of all, um, I'm just glad to be here because it's been kind of like an hour but the thing is like i didn't felt it i didn't felt the time going like passing by because every time that we were talking i was just like i know why i'm here like i, I know why this is happening and and needed to like to happen and god knows why and whoever is hearing this i just really hope and 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 pray that if you ever struggling with your identity, even if you're a man, because men struggle with this too. I've talked with, with, with friends too that struggle with that too. And, and like, and, yeah, and yeah. if you're struggling with something related to that, please don't, don't like, don't be quiet. Don't stay in silence with that. Talk about that with someone, whoever, you know, who, who can help you uh, grow uh, or outgrow that and i just want to let everyone know too that i'm my my instagram is open to to talk if if someone wants to talk 
because um, I really want, I really like to be or have that part of my grandma <laughs> being open to just with open arms to just like, hey, let's pray. And or, hey, I can hear you. Let's talk about a little bit of this. And I can happily do that. And no, I'm really glad to to be here, Sam. Thank you for, for inviting me. It was really special. No, thank you. You were Yeah, well, thank you. You were lovely per usual. Your Instagram will be linked in the description below the episode. It's gonna come out on Sunday. So Danielle, thank you so much for coming on. It was um I know I just probably butchered your name and all the, you know, the, the accent, the Spanish, <laughs> the stuff that you guys but I kind of how everything goes but but seriously thank you for coming on this is a lovely lovely time and i'm very very glad that you got to spend this time with me as well so thank yeah you. thank you sam it was it was really nice and hopefully we'll we'll do this again sometime yes i would love to i would love to absolutely and so to all the audience uh thank you for listening on the day open your mind and we'll see you guys next week thank you hopping stopping hopping like a rabbit when i take the nina rose you know i got to have it I lay back in the cut, retain myself Think about the shit and I think it well How can I mix my grip? And how should I make that nigga straight?